to Aesthetically Displeasing, where we talk about all things spooky, stupid, and displeasing. This week is my turn to tell Nicole's story, but before we get started, um, we're going to go back and talk a little bit about Tamla Horsford, because after we recorded, Nicole did a little deep dive. Yeah, I went on Reddit. Um, (laughs) I kind of got sucked in for a while, Um, but there was a ton of things like... um, when they called the police, they didn't go outside. They went to the balcony first, and someone, like, left cigarettes up on the balcony that mm-hmm. weren't hers. I saw that. Uh... I also saw um, – oh, here it is. Why would he start telling the 911 operator about the cigarettes and the lighter on the deck? Yeah. So he must have, like, said something about that. And then something about one attendee at the party described Tamala attempting to leave – the house and the cop boyfriend which i assume is jose yeah took her keys even though the other party guests who had been drinking were free to leave and everyone just described her as buzzed which isn't but like if he was taking her keys then he wouldn't have said that she was just buzzed he would have said like no she was way too drunk to drive which you shouldn't drive when you're buzzed right still um yeah then there were two brands of cigarettes on the deck Yet the homeowner and the cops, the cop boyfriend, mm-hmm. I don't know why it refers to it, insisted that Tamla was the only, only smoker, smoker that that's what they kept. That's what everyone kept saying. They kept saying she's mm-hmm. the only smoker. Mm-hmm. There's two different brands. Yeah, like, after you told me this, it's been stuck in my head, and I'm, I'm curious if she was invited with ill intentions in yeah. the first place. Like... I don't know. I just, it just makes like my stomach turn. Me it too. makes me so nervous. Um, someone said she's probably not alone outside. She was maybe harassed or propositioned. Yeah. And then she was pushed or dropped. The phone's photos of the group shows that they were not really Tamla's mm-hmm. friends, which we had said. But there was just a ton of stuff. Oh, um, so there was one other person at the, at the party who was prescribed Xanax. Mm-hmm. And the next morning gave a friend Xanax because she was, like, freaking out about this mm-hmm. whole thing. But then she swears up and down that she didn't give Tamla any, any Xanax. Which Did I feel it like say it's just anywhere like a... that she was, that Tamla was prescribed it and they just both happened to have it? Or is that person insinuating that Tamla shouldn't have even had Xanax? I don't think she should have had it. Someone also said somehow someone either put Xanax in her drink mm-hmm. or food yeah. to mix it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Which made her less able to control herself mm-hmm. because mixing Xanax and alcohol, yes. I know it was like shortly after, but. But um, I mean, even if, because it hadn't fully metabolized, but if they're slipping that to her with intent. Yeah. That's so sinister. Yeah. And my mom was listening to uh, the podcast on the way here because I made her. Good. And <laughs> she was like, I'm halfway done. And I was like, too bad. You have to listen to the rest yep. of it. Um, <laughs> and. She was like, it's so weird that all of their stories are the exact mm-hmm. same. Like, that's more of a red flag than anything. Yes. Like, it's so weird. And they're all using the same verbiage, too. They're yes. not saying, like, it's like a couple people said she was a little bit drunk. Someone else said that she was a buzz. Someone else said she didn't really drink that much. They right. all said she was just buzzed. Right. Yeah. It's um, it's rough. Um, They cut off the cameras of the house. This is all, I would like to disclose that this is all on Reddit and this is not like anything proven. This could be someone on there. Um, 
Or it could be someone on the from the party I speaking know, their right? truth. Um, they cut off the cameras because it was planned, is what this says. Mm-hmm. Please don't come at me. Um, why wouldn't they let her leave? They believe someone was joined joined her for a smoke. She fought back, got the scratches that were on her hands and bodies, mm-hmm. and they pushed her out. Mixing Xanax and alcohol slows the breathing, so the mm-hmm. fall, um, that's why it would be more fatal mm-hmm. than normal. Um, I don't know. Some people were like, why would you assume that they that they mixed Xanax with alcohol? But it was it was really weird. And I mean, I think I think it's pretty telling to all of the things that were done to sabotage the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And they were friends with the cops. It's just weird. Yeah, it's real weird. I don't well, and just no one was taking it seriously. It wasn't investigated at all. Right. Um. Another thing that I forgot to mention was there were no autopsy pictures taken. Also, <gasps> so not only were there only a few pictures taken oh at the God. crime scene and a few pictures of her body taken at the crime scene, there were no autopsy photos taken. Or if they were taken, they've never been released to the family or the family's attorney. And that's public knowledge because it's a closed case, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, it is. And it was reinvestigated by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and they still considered it closed. Yeah. I watched the interview of the, after they were done, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation mm-hmm. was done with it, and they were asking a ton of stuff about, like, toxicology reports. And he's like, you can refer to the toxicology reports. Like, I'm not going to go over mm-hmm. that. Like, he was very, I mean, like, I know people are supposed to be, like, very blunt and you have to be really careful in press conferences because yes. you don't want to subject yourself to, you know, whatever. But, yeah, he was, like, oddly cold. Weird. So, I don't like it. I know. I, I know, like, I can totally see her being slipped Xanax, but I don't think that the Xanax, because, like, I mean, it says in the toxicology report and everywhere mm-hmm. that um, that it wasn't fully metabolized, so it wouldn't have affected her. But, I mean, I can still right. see that, like, her having even been taking it. I could see her having taken it unknowingly. Right. Well, and, I mean, like, I've been prescribed muscle relaxers, and even if it's not fully metabolized, it still hits you Does quick. it? I mean, I don't know about Xanax, but mm-hmm. muscle relaxers, like, yeah. you can, I mean, right after in taking my it. experience, I felt it right mm-hmm. away. I mean, she was a small... She was tall, but she yes, was like a smaller woman. she was woman. slender, yes. Um, and it, especially if she never took anything like that before. It yeah, she wasn't even prescribed it. More. That's true. So. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. So. Thank anyways, you for your deep dive. I know. I also uh, finished the John Wayne Gacy files on Netflix, or whatever, the John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. thing on Netflix. Did you know that my, I know John Wayne Gacy's defense attorney? Did Are you, know you serious? That? No. Yeah. He's a really close family friend. Oh, my God. He's actually been, like, my family's attorney for multiple things. Are you serious? Yeah. So, like, it's so weird to see him on, on camera because oh I, I know yeah. him. And uh, so, like. I know him. I know him. <laughs> um, but, like, I didn't even know he was who he was. That was weird. <laughs> they can't do that with with your story you're telling today whole time i'm gonna lose i know (laughs) um but so it was weird to see him like that and then you know like usually i watch true crime stuff all the time and it like it affects me but doesn't Mm -hmm. like hit me like that it's real because it's a story that's told you know like i sometimes i don't get the like the weight of it and at the end they like slowly put up all the pictures of these kids and Mm -hmm. i was like (gasps) like 
that's so crazy yeah. that like someone can just take someone's I know. life away. I can't. Did you watch the Jeffrey Dahmer show? I started it. It's horrific. It's horrible. I I started the first episode and it made me really disgusted when the guy like obviously wanted to leave and then yeah. like trauma response kicked in and mm-hmm. he was like trying to he was fawning so he was trying to mm-hmm. like please Jeffrey Dahmer and it was just like Ugh. I don't I don't like the show I think it it went I mean it it like is very truthful but mm-hmm. I don't think that they needed to go into as much detail as they did it was very like it was trauma porn just gore porn yeah and i I like it i really wish there was something out there that focused on the victims more than the killer and i was like so that's what seemed like the jeffrey dahmer show was trying to do like they had Mm -hmm. a lot of the backstories they talked about the family and stuff but so like to a naive watcher it looks Mm -hmm. like oh they actually care about the victims they wanted to get um their perspective and like the perspective of the gay men and the perspective of people of color but they never notified any of the family so then any of the victims families so the victims families find out just like how we do on social media and stuff that there's going to be a show made about jeffrey dahmer and then the mother of one of the victims like saw part of the show where the actress who played her was giving her victim impact statement and she was like they hired an actress who could have been a younger me like the hair is right she's saying verbatim and with my same inflection what i'm saying and no one even asked me if it was okay yeah. So don't watch the Jeffrey Dahmer show, guys. I mean, like, it's so insensitive to the family. Yes. And, like, I can't imagine losing my family member to a serial anything, killer. honestly, yeah. but a serial killer. And then trying to get over it and then just constantly seeing things. Yes. It's just, it's rough. It is. <laughs> All right. Switching gears a little bit. Do you want to hear a true crime fact? Yes. Did you know that Alabama has the highest number of unsolved murder cases? I hate that. Do you know why? Because they have lots of pigs. Same DNA and no dental <gasps> records. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get us freaking sued. I thought, hey, I will not take responsibility for that. I saw that on TikTok. They oh saved my it. God. Well, I wanted to give a little bit of um, comic relief. Because the story that I'm about to tell terrifies me. I, for some reason, decided to research this after my students had left for the day. So I'm sitting in my classroom. My classroom is, like, my favorite place. I have a Glade plug-in, so it smells like apple (laughs) cinnamon. I have this beautiful, like, shag, comfy rug that everyone loves. I have twinkle lights. Like, it's a very calming environment. But while I'm researching this, I'm getting more and more nauseous. It's daylight outside, and I feel completely unsettled. And then having to look at pictures of him, every time it was a jump Mm -hmm. scare. And I'd just be scrolling through articles, and then I would see him and just feel like this big pit in my stomach. And then I was driving home, and I was convinced while I was driving home that I shouldn't have looked at the pictures and that I was going to get into a car accident or something. Oh, my goodness. The pictures made me so so for unsettled. S- for some reason when you told me what you were talking about i thought it was have you ever heard about the the guy on twitter that like yes that's what i thought you were yes. talking about and that story really creeps me out that story doesn't creep me out but i also read you- well i also read that entire story at your apartment in iowa city oh and i well. was like this isn't 
scary. <laughs> well, okay, so for people who don't know what I'm talking about, there was this guy who, like, basically put everything on Twitter of, like, weird things that were happening. And then all of a sudden he just, like, he kind of, like, started going crazy. And then all of a sudden he stopped. So some people say it's, like, a total ploy and it's fake. But because I thought they were making a movie out of it or, like, a book or a TV show or something. I don't But know. then the pandemic hit. Yeah, I think that when things are on social media, it, like, is a little bit more real. Like, when you can see um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard's... Uh, yes posts it's like oh god that actually did happen oh it freaks me out yeah so yeah but i'm excited i'm excited to hear this except i'm where i'm going to be sleeping tonight and i might not be sleeping tonight that's okay you'll have a big burly (laughs) husband next to you i guess you'll be okay (laughs) all right in the early 1900s in key west florida there lived a boy named robert gene otto or gene for short Jean was born to Minnie and Thomas Otto, a prominent wealthy couple in Key West. They lived in a large Queen Anne Victorian mansion, which was built by Thomas in 1887. In 1904, Jean, aged four, received a delightful and inconspicuous gift, an over three foot tall, handmade cloth doll, which Jean named Robert after himself. What? what a narcissist i didn't know he's he named a four-year-old <laughs> he named it after okay himself. that's fair i guess that's fair he couldn't think of any other name my hey. my little brother does name yeah. everything after himself my niece has named things finley before <laughs> okay it's a good name cameron really wanted mia to be named cameron cameron's also a girl's name <laughs> so cameron, cameron and cammy yeah i think cameron and cam would be cute <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> He's not a narcissist. He's four. He's four. It's okay. Robert the doll stands 40 inches tall, has two beady black eyes, a nose that is nothing more than two pinholes, scraggly tan hair that is the same color as his body, and two flat oval ears. He once had painted on features, but today the paint has worn away. Currently, Robert is covered in nicks and scratches that eerily resemble scars. As unsettling as the doll's appearances, the story of where the doll came from may be even more unsettling. There are some reports that a maid of the autos was caught doing voodoo and was dismissed from her position, but before she left, she made this doll for Jean and hexed it. Other reports claim that the doll was made for a window display for the Stife Company. He was supposed to be a part of a window display of clowns and other circus toys which is terrifying in itself Mm -hmm. but was purchased by Jean's grandfather who later gave it to him as a gift Jean not caring where the doll came from immediately fell in love with it he even clothed Robert in his own sailor's outfit complete with a cap despite the doll being about the same size as him at four years old Jean began taking it everywhere with him Minnie, his mother, became so enamored with their relationship that she even helped Jean construct a miniature bedroom in the attic for Robert. No. The autos and their servants would often hear Robert whispering to the doll while playing with him. Mm Mm-hmm. But everything changed when they began hearing a deeper, sinister voice answering Jean. I don't like it. Mysterious and chilling advance of advance. Advance. Cut that out. (laughs) I'm leaving it. (laughs) Advance. 
Mysterious and chilling events began occurring in the auto home. On multiple occasions, Gene would wake up screaming for his parents. When they would run into his room, he would be cowering in his bed, his furniture overturned and toys scattered, with Robert sitting at the end of the bed, seemingly glaring at Gene. All Gene said to his parents was, Robert did it. I don't like it. Family and friends claim to hear footsteps when no one else is upstairs, hear giggling, or see glimpses of Robert around the corner or through windows. Many affirm that if anyone spoke ill of Robert or Jean in front of the doll, they could see his expression change. Get out of here. No. School children walking to school would scream and run away from the house, proclaiming they had seen Robert moving in the window. Terrifying. I hate it. Anytime something mysterious or destructive happened in the house, Gene would tell his parents that Robert did it. Okay, to be fair, I did that as a kid. But this includes <laughs> mutilating oh. toys. Oh, that's 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 different. I broke my dad's watch one time and I told him his great day did it. But also, a great day could completely break a watch, though. No, but it was like <laughs> not a break, but a great day could do. <laughs> and I, it wasn't like I was like four; I was like ten. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Once, a plumber who had been hired to make repairs around the Otto's home claimed to hear children's laughter, though no one was at home at the time. When he looked around the room, the plumber noticed that Robert the doll had moved from one side of the window to the other seemingly on his own what's more the plumber swore that objects that had been in robert's lap ended up on the other side of the room as if he'd thrown them Mm -mm. so just another thing to notice is that not only is gene treating robert like his Mm -hmm. best friend like a toy but whenever he has to leave robert alone he either leaves robert in his own little room or it or in his own area with toys he always left robert with something that's weird like robert needed something to do when he was gone nope i don't like it eventually gene grew up move and moved away allegedly taking robert with him when he went to university he studied at the academy of fine arts in chicago and at the art students league in new york and then he went to the Parisian Sorbonne, where he met his wife, Anne. Jean brought the doll and his wife back to his childhood home in Key West, which he inherited after his father died. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking <laughs> I'm driving in the car. And like Robert... Robert's in the back probably seatbelted in. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> With his toys. Yeah. He's got to have something to do. Jean kept Robert the doll in the attic in his specially designed room, which included furniture and toys for robert and rumor has it that gene would spend hours at a time locked in the attic painting with robert sitting in a chair beside him okay let me just say this guy i would not marry no which he was an artist by trade like you can see his artwork online but supposedly he needed robert by his side while he did his work in the Mm, attic nope (laughs) it is said that anne hated the doll understandably and requested that he be locked up but robert didn't like this robert Robert the doll robert the doll didn't like this did not like this 
he is said to have repeatedly weaseled his way out and situated himself in a chair facing out of an upstairs window where he could see the passerbys below. People who passed their house soon started to avoid walking in front of it altogether. Oh my god. Neighborhood children reported seeing Robert watching them from the window upstairs in the bedroom and told accounts of the dolls mocking them as they walked to school. Can you imagine? <laughs> this doll is terrifying. I know, but can you like... <laughs> I know, you see a doll... I, I don't know what the doll is doing, like walking in a stupid way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they t- somehow Gene heard about this, so he went to investigate thinking that he had locked Robert in the attic because that's where Robert always was. And so there's no way that he could be sitting by the window of the upstairs bedroom. But to his complete shock, when he opened the door to the bedroom, there was Robert sitting in a rocking chair by the window. Jean locked Robert back up in the attic several times, each time discovering him again sitting by the window in the same upstairs bedroom. He has a mind of his own. You just got to move into that bedroom. I know. He's he's like, I just like it down here. Like, he just wants a window. He's <laughs> exactly. bored. Locals swore that the doll would disappear and then reappear facing another direction, or that his gaze would follow them as they passed. Visitors inside the house also claimed that they could hear footsteps coming from the attic and that things seemed to move around the home on their own with no explanation. The final folklore with Jean claims that when Jean died in 1974, he had Robert by his side, and that when Anne died two years later, it was due to insanity from being alone in the house with Robert. Ew. She hated him, and then she was alone with him for two She was stuck years. with him. Oh, God. After Jean died, a woman named Myrtle Reuter owned the house for 20 years, it is said that Myrtle had a 10-year-old daughter who was delighted to find Robert the doll in the attic, but her delight soon ended when she claimed that Robert was alive and that the doll wanted to hurt her. She would often wake up in the middle of the night screaming in fear and told her that Robert was moving around the room. Okay, why was this doll not buried with Jean? Oh, it gets worse. Oh. Robert the doll lived in the house with Myrtle for 20 years. And she actually owned this house and then moved to a different location and took Robert with her. Why? Yeah. She then, in the 90s, donated him to the East Martello Museum in Key West, claiming that he was certainly haunted. So the museum accepted it all. I don't know why. And they, I mean, they just assumed that her claims were nonsense. But <clears throat> the museum employees reportedly started having their own unexplained happenings with the doll. They would say that they could see him moving around in the case, that his eyes would follow, they would hear footsteps, they would hear him his, laughing. Uh, I'm sorry, his eyes would follow? Aren't they yes. just... They're just beads, so I mean, it must have been like his head a little bit, but... Oh my god. Yes. So they became convinced. Today, Robert sits in a glass case, which was donated by a fan... The case? The case. This glass, like, plexiglass case. He used to just sit out in the open. And then an anonymous donor sent in a plexiglass case for him to be in. He has a small wooden chair 
holding a toy dog, because you know he has to have a toy with him, but also they gave him the most terrifying looking dog. Oh god. He looks demented. Maybe he chose it. He absolutely, he could have. Which one would you like? I could absolutely see that, that he picked the creepiest looking dog. Um, And then he is surrounded by letters from visitors. Oh, do you know what the letters say? I thought you meant like my my mom brain thought it was like block letters. (laughs) Well, he likes kids' toys, but do you know what the letters are of? They are apology letters from visitors who either took his picture without permission or disrespected him in another way that had bad luck or bad things happen to them after they left so they've written him apology letters so on the back of the plexiglass case they have apology letters taped up and warning signs saying to not take his picture (sighs) he is visited by hundreds of people a year many of whom claim the doll has caused car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. And the museum visitors reportedly experience post-visit misfortunes for failing to respect him. Nope. And then I went on to the museum's website. Oh, God. And I actually found a review of someone who was warning other people to not take pictures. Oh, so my God. <laughs> they said that they just went to Key West and, like, went to a random museum, and then they kind of heard about Robert the Doll, didn't think anything of it, and then went to the museum. And um, there was a – the woman at the front desk said, be sure to ask Robert's permission if you want to take his picture. And the person writes, I just laughed at such a silly statement. We went into the room where Robert was gazing at us. I snapped his picture, not once, but three times. We then proceeded into the gallery where it was air-conditioned, and there was some beautiful artwork on the walls. I found one painting that caught my eye and decided to take a picture of it. That's when it started. As I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera and it said, No images. All of the 50-plus pictures that we had taken in Key West were gone. We went parasailing the next day. There was a boat captain that took a video of us in the air. When we got back home, the disc was blank. We went to a camera store and they could find no reason why our pictures would suddenly be gone and why the disc would be blank. I've also been hearing strange noises during the night since I've been home. To whoever may read this, please listen to the nice lady at the front desk of the museum. Ask Robert's permission if you want to take his picture. How do you know that he's okay with it? You just ask permission? That's what I was trying to find. And people who work at the museum said that you get a feeling. So if you ask... Don't like that. Exactly. If you ask his permission or you ask him something and you get a really uneasy feeling, that's him telling you no. (sighs) Creepy. Um, A Reddit user claims that he took a Snapchat of Robert the doll and left to find all of the windows in his family's car smashed, (gasps) but nothing was stolen. All of the windows were just smashed in. Oh, my God. 
So I went and I did a little deep dive on why people are so afraid of dolls. Mm -hmm. Dolls in general? Yeah, just dolls in general. Just because he is a terrifying looking doll. So I just wanted to know what more there was to this story. So part of the reason is because there's just so many dolls in pop culture. Like we have Chucky, we have Annabelle, we have the episode from the Twilight Zone. Have you watched that? Mm-mm. Oh, have you watched the old Twilight Zone? No, I haven't. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, we have to watch just the doll episode, the Twilight Zone, because it's terrifying. Um, okay. But the other reason that people don't like dolls is because of the Uncanny Valley. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. So it's when our brain recognizes that something looks like a human face, but there's something off, and it makes us very uneasy. Because you know our brain is trained to look for faces. That's why we see, like, yeah, face in a toast or, like, in wood grains. Like, we're trying to pick out faces. But those we know aren't human faces. So we're just, like, think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But when we see, like, a robot or something that looks too lifelike, it makes us feel unsettled. And that's why dolls make us feel so unsettled. Um, there's a woman named Linda Rodriguez McRobbie. And she wrote a history, I know, she wrote a history of creepy dolls for the Smithsonian. And she said that fear of dolls wasn't really a thing until the 19th century when inventions in toy making made lifelike eyes that could open and close and started painting on features. So no one was afraid of dolls Mm -hmm. before that when they were just the straw dolls. But then once they started to have the painted on features... And the realistic looking eyes, that's when the uncanny valley started. And then this is a quote from her. She said, our brains are designed to read faces for important information about intentions, emotions, and potential threats. We're so primed to see faces and respond to them that we see them everywhere. However, much we know that a doll is not likely a threat. Seeing a face that looks human but isn't unsettles our most basic human instincts it's terrifying i believe it i don't like it i don't like it either it's the same thing like have you ever heard when if you like look in the mirror at yourself for too long and your brain like starts to process it it, so it yeah you all of a sudden like don't look like yourself yeah it's terrifying but i just read so many stories about Robert the doll and people being cursed and things after him that like I've always been creeped out by him but Mm -hmm. then looking at him and reading the like reading the stories but then seeing the pictures Mm -hmm. I'm pulling up a picture for you because he oh thank you I really enjoy that you're not supposed to look at pictures of him on the internet because you don't know which picture was taken Mm -hmm. with his permission what Yes. I as I'm pointing out a picture for you. If I get haunted. I'm already married to Dakota, okay? I know, you're already haunted. But yes. seriously, I was just feeling so uneasy. Like look at this mm. doll. And then look at that dog too. Oh my god. He's terrifying and he used to have painted on features. Because he was supposed to be part of a clown display. So he used so not only did he used to be a forty inch tall doll, he used to be a forty inch tall clown doll. Clown doll dressed oh in a sailor's suit. Is this his foot? That 
That's his foot, yeah. I don't know if he used to have shoes. Honestly, he needed to be buried with, with Gene. Yes. Do you think he would have stayed in the grave if he was no. buried with Gene? No, he wouldn't have. He would have called his way out, cleaned himself off, and gone to sit in a window somewhere. I don't like it. He's just a people watcher. If you could turn I'm your I'm literally away nauseous. Me, I'm seriously nauseous right now. And my head started to hurt looking at him. I Oh my goodness. It's terrifying. <sighs> yeah. You should post a picture of your cute baby with us. <laughs> with this post. We're, we're at a little my, palette cleanser. We're at my mom's house, uh, so we're not in our normal podcast area. Hi, bud. What you <laughs> oh my goodness. And my mom baby. gave him a bath while we were podcasting. So he's That's just a, a little baby. Nicky baby. Oh my goodness. I'm leaving that in. So that is the terrifying tale of Robert the Doll. You can still go visit him in Key West, Florida if you're ever interested. Mm -mm. Just make sure to ask permission before you take any photos. I will not be ever, ever going to see him. No. Alright guys. Follow us on Facebook at Aesthetically Displeasing, on Instagram at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod. And if you have any thoughts or suggestions, you can shoot us an email at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, Melanie. Thank you. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye, guys.